Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. You are listening to Slopeside with Stephen Nyman. I'm George Thomas in Boulder, Colorado. Stephen just wrapped up speed camp, getting ready to go to Lake Louise for... The first World Cup race of the season. Stephen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, George. Always a pleasure to chat with you. Now, Speed Camp, what's it like for you to get back on skis and get back into the race mode? It's funny. This, this time of year, the camp in November, we have, we have camps in August and September and Kind of, there's not a lot of pressure. It's kind of figuring everything out. But then come November, you really start ramping it up, and you start getting excited for the race season. But uh, it's it's a time where I really try and dial everything in and know this is my setup. This is what I'm going to race on, and and um, you just start shifting into a, a, a stronger mental commitment into what you're about to do. Now, I do want to talk about equipment on this episode. Why did you pick Fisher? I mean, you probably had your choice of which company you went with. What was it about Fisher skis that really got you comfortable with them? In 2002, I was named to the World Junior Team, and uh, I was on K2. But I was actually on K2s. These skis that were two years old, they were duct tape, there's chunks of the edge missing, like, but I'd get on them and I'd ski fast. And any of the new ones they gave me, I couldn't ski fast on. So anyways, I qualified for World Juniors on those, and a coach of mine who was coaching Bodie Miller and Chip Knight at the time, who were on Fisher, grabbed one of their skis and gave it to me and said, just try this. And this was at the Olympics in Salt Lake, and I wasn't racing, I was just from Park City skiing there training with all the Olympians and I got on the skis and I was like, wow, this is what a really good ski feels like. And so I was like, I, I need these for world juniors and Fisher, the head race director, Siggy drove to, uh, Carvizio, Italy to give me skis on his holiday. He was really mad. Like he came in and gave the skis and he was just like, you canceled my holiday for this. And <laughs> I ended up winning <laughs> world juniors on it so, <laughs> it was pretty funny and he was like i'm glad i brought you those skis i'm sorry for being mad i'm glad and ever since then i've been with them they've been uh good to me and i have a technician that i got with in the 06 season 
607, Leo Musi, and I've been with him ever since. We're headed into our 10th year right now. So there's just a lot of history, and it's, it's family to me. But they've got to make a good product and fast. What do you do they, during the camp? That How does your technician work? I mean, how are you two talking with each other and improving the ski? So basically all summer long and in through the winter, we get different models. We test what it, the flexes, the side cut, the torsional rigidity, and, and we're constantly accruing data through all the training sessions. What ran fast here? What was the snow like there? When this was running fast, was it running fast? When the snow is different? And he, he has this all on spreadsheets, and he, he has so much data. It's really cool to see. And he's just like, pulls it up, types in his numbers, and he's like, okay, snow's like this, weather's like this. I think the ski's going to run because it traditionally has. And uh, we just pick them and go. But we weed through all the different models, and there's sometimes I get on a course, and the ski in my brain is going to be really good, and it's horrible. It doesn't hold on ice. It chatters too much. Um, and then there's some that I don't think are going to be good, and they're going to be tough to turn, yet they turn really well. So it's just a matter of a lot of testing R&D and, and going after it. And then once you get a new pair of skis, you have to run those and, and break them in. The wood's fresh, the glue's fresh, the fiberglass is fresh, everything. The more you flex it, the more they, they hit across the snow. Those skis go through so much and don't break. It's amazing. But they wear down, and they become more fluid over the snow and glide better, and it's, it's essentially less resistance and uh, more gliding, more more speed. Now, I was recently talking with a member of the U.S. Nordic team, and she said they travel with anywhere from 20 to 40 different pairs of skis per athlete to select from. What do you take to a race? <laughs> so, yeah, Nordic skiers, they have a lot of skis, as do we, but theirs are a lot lighter. <laughs> Ours are really <laughs> heavy. So they can't complain. Um, roughly... As a speed skier for downhill and for Super G, I have, I'd say, six to eight pairs of Super G and 10 to 15 pairs of downhill at a time, just kind of weeding some out, keeping some, you know, figuring out what works, what not, doesn't work, and, and just going through the various different models. So, we're, but then I always carry around some GS and some Swalm skis and some powder skis, so... I'm probably around 25, 30 pairs of skis as well. Wow. Now, powder skis. So, actually, when you go to a race venue, do you actually get out? Are you able to go out and have some fun? If it dumps and and if the timing's right for me to not wear myself down too much, so if, if, if I'll have a day off afterwards or whatnot, I can... I definitely will break out the powder skis. That's what's fun about our team. We like going out. We like powder skiing. The majority of us are from the West, so we're from big mountains, and that's been a big part of our youth. Now, I've got to bring this up. I've been off of skis for three years due to some really serious injuries, and I had my first weekend on skis yesterday and uh, Saturday. 
I was terrified to get back on them, even though I've been skiing almost my entire life. It was so scary to look over the edge of a course and, and start down, but within two or three turns, it just came back. Do you go through that when you get back into race mode? Is there any fear? Stepping into the start gate of a race, there's always fear. There's always uh, a tension, especially at the beginning of the year, because you can train all summer long, but realistically, you're you're never training on a World Cup piece. You're not the, the amount of preparation and the amount of work that goes into these the snow and and the surface to consistently provide a solid surface over a week's time of 60, 70 racers running on it a day is, is a lot of work. So, um, it's, it's nerve wracking. It's much more aggressive. It's much, uh, more vicious on the body. And so it takes people by surprise. Um, so yeah, I'm a little tense kicking out of there, but even when I like get back on skis in August, and you're just going for your first free ski round. You're like, do I still got this? <laughs> Even though I've been doing it my entire life, you still have those questions in the head. You're like, huh, can I still ski? <laughs> and always same thing. Three turns in, you're like, oh, it's just second nature. So what do you feel when you get to a camp like you just were at? You guys were having snow dumping on you. And the last we spoke, you were having to get out there early, early in the morning when it was still fairly dark when you were doing your uh, course inspection. How did that go? Um, it was pretty good. The first half of the camp, it was uh, nice and cold and, and the snow up high. It, it had gotten cold, yet they hadn't been able to make snow all the way down the mountain, so the snow up high was good, and uh, we had short courses that were only on the upper third of the hill, but then about a weekend, we finally could start making our way down the hill and having a longer piece, and by the end of the camp, we could ski the entire hill, about a minute 40 downhill, but uh, it had started snowing about the last week, so every day was pretty soft and slow, and it just wasn't realistic. So I was working on certain things, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't kind of race day uh, feeling. Whereas last year the snow was nice and hard and a little more vibrant, and you got to you could really fight it. Whereas this year that's not happening. Um, so I have a lot of questions in my head coming into Lake Louise. So Stephen, among the team members, is there a sense of competitiveness, or are you really focusing more on yourself and preparing for the season at a camp like that? I like every day is a competition, and that's what's cool about our team right now. We have a, a core group of guys that are are tight and are all skiing pretty well, so we know if, if you're at the top. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Up or near the top, you have speed. And so every day I like to kind of find something to remain positive about and, and try and test myself. I'm, I'm competitive by nature. I hate losing. And so are a lot of my teammates. So uh, it's it's fun going into training and seeing, oh, where do I stack up, where do I not, you know. But then there's some days you're like, I need to work on some stuff. And you step back and you're you're trying to do this or that. And sometimes you're fast even doing that. But there's also your teammates out there, they may be testing stuff and you're like, oh, man, I'm so fast. <laughs> Yet they're just like, trying a different pair of boots, which are really slow, you know, you never know. It's hard to really judge anything until uh, race day. And how does everyone get selected for race day? It's a complex, so FISC governs all scheme, and it's just a complex uh, selection process, I guess. But real simply, we have... If you've scored World Cup points in the past and you're in the top 60 in the world, you have your own spot. And then if you won the NORAM title, which is North American uh, series of races over here, you have your own spot for the year. Um, each country has a country spot. But to use that, I think you have to be top 300 or 150 in the world to use that. And then say somebody's injured that has a spot that's in the top 60, that opens up another spot for a guy to use. So um, it's, it's, it's a whole bunch of things, and each country's given their allotted amount of spots, and I think the maximum is 11. And right now in downhill, I think the U.S. is pushing that. And it's, it's kind of cool to know that we've maxed out the amount of guys that we can bring to a World Cup race. It is. That's fantastic. And you're guaranteed that yeah. slot for the year. It shows it shows the depth of our team right now. How? Why has the U.S. improved so much in really not that long a, a period of time? Yeah, I think back to the mares when um, they were really at the forefront of American skiing and driving the the popularity of it, and the team has just really blossomed since then. Yeah, that was a long time ago, though. <laughs> yeah, thirty years, but the. Uh, um, they started with the mares, and then uh, there's there's a whole rich history of everything. You have uh, go from the mares into Bill Johnson into uh, AJ Kitt, Tommy Moe. There's a rich history in downhill too. AJ Kitt, Tommy Moe into Rolves or Rasmussen, and Rolves and Rolves and Bodie doing it out. I got to experience that as is when I first got on the team and see that camaraderie, those two really push each other to new heights. Um, then Rawls retired and Bodie is still around and we're battling. And I, I started winning, Marco started winning, Travis started winning. So now we have young guys behind us. Marco and I have had success on the World Cup. So we're just continually breeding future downhillers. 
That's so hard to say something wasn't that long ago. And that's right. They were around right about the time you were born. <laughs> yep. Seems long to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really exciting to go ski White Pass a little while ago and think, yeah, this is where the mares were. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's amazing, though, how just compared to some other countries and the tradition they have, the U.S. really has blossomed lately, and it, it's been so interesting to just watch that grow and grow and grow into some real stars. Yeah, I think looking at the team right now, um, we've always produced good Olympians, and we've always had results that weren't consistent, and we'll have our Olympic champions and our Olympic medals, and that's what the U.S. focuses on, but we've recently had the overall champions, the discipline champions, the people that are lasting throughout the entire season. Ted, he's second overall in World Cup wins for GF. Lindsay has six overall titles. Bodie has two or three overall titles. So many discipline titles. Um, Michaela, she's coming on strong. That girl's young. She's 19 or 20, and she's already she already has the several slalom titles, world champion, Olympic champion, and now she's shooting for that overall title. She's going to start going speed races this year. So there's there's a lot of history, and it's, and it's pretty cool because as a kid, I remember in the late 80s, early 90s, following ski racing and just being like, man, yeah, somebody got in the top 30. The U.S. guys got in the top 30. And I was like, why are we – happy about top 30 why 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 not the podium why aren't our guys winning you know and i'd say darren and Bodie really started establishing that and peekaboo street those those guys were the ones that were just like no we, we're sick of being, being top 30 we want to win you know and and now if we don't go into a weekend and come out with a medal like we're angry it, it, it was a bad day for the u.s ski team so it's, uh, it's kind of cool to be a part of that. And with Lake Louise coming up, the kickoff of the season, how are you feeling about the team? It's got to be good. Yeah, like I said, um, we have a good nucleus, and guys are really fired up. Um, I think we're skiing fast. In Colorado, we were training with the Norwegians, um, Axel Svindal, Shethel Jansrud, and this young kid, Alexander Kilde Amot, and... Uh, we're right there with them. And Axel has several overall titles. Jansrud was a Super G and downhill title winner last year. So it's nice knowing that I have pace and other guys on the team have pace as well. So we'll see. But like I said, you never know until the races actually hit. And, and having that hard surface and something to really try pushing yourself on. Now, I don't want to go too far into this, but what exactly were you... I say too far and then say exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) You were saying that the course at speed camp was actually pretty soft snow because there was so much snow coming down. What are the the detailed things that that you are looking at improving? Or can you get into that? Um, A few of my goals this year to really step it up is my consistency from my left foot turns to my right footed turns. My left footed turns are pretty money. 
and I'm I'm really balanced, but my right foot turns I, I just they're not as consistent, and that's just really disappointing myself and creating a good muscle memory pattern on that side. Um, I'd like to really be conscious of my aerodynamics in the course and and searching for those at all times, searching for as much speed as I can in free areas, I guess, where I can grab my tuck and it's not super technical. And uh, a big thing this summer I worked on was my technical abilities. I trained a lot of GS and even some slalom to uh, heighten my abilities in the technical sections because that's some of my uh, biggest weakness. And where do you feel your biggest strengths are? I mean, watching you go over those jumps at Val Gardena, it's just amazing. <laughs> my, uh, right there, my biggest strengths are my jumping, my ability in the air. I have, I have good vision and uh, good perception of where I need to go and what I need to do when it's fully blind out. Um, and my gliding, I'm one of the best gliders in the world, so it's a matter of really heightening those and maintaining my strengths and then working on my weaknesses. So Lake Louise coming up, as we've said a few times, what about that course do you especially like? It's funny. The course is, it's an easier hill, but the problem with that is any mistake compounds the whole way down. You lose a lot of time. There's not a lot of places to really get back up to speed. So you have to be precise with everything, and uh, you can be willing to risk it, but if you risk it, you can really, um, sorry, excuse me, you can be willing to risk it, but if you risk it, it the chances of, of really slowing down are higher, and that's been my issue in the past, is I always have one big mistake on that hill, and I need to really refine that. Um, it's a hill I know I can win on. I've won training runs there. So uh, it's just getting there, seeing what the course set is, and clearing my mind and convincing myself of what's possible. I'm looking forward to checking in with you briefly before the start of that uh, race, and I wish you all the best. Thanks, George. Always great checking in with you, Stephen. Stephen Nyman on Slopeside, Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.